What's up, everyone? This is Goldilocks, former TNA backstage interviewer, manager, and you're listening to TNA Cross the Line podcast. Thanks for being here. TNA Wrestling Cross the Line. And we're back with episode 98 of the TNA Cross the Line podcast. Hi, I'm Bob Conning Jr. And with me, as always, is Dallas Gridley. And Dallas, tonight, we have a first time ever in NWA TNA history. King of the Mountain. That's right, folks. A match that would go on to become a staple in TNA history begins tonight. NWA world champion Ron Killings. Defending against Raven, Chris Harris, AJ Styles, and of course, Jeff Jarrett. Dallas, are you ready for some King of the Mountain? Well, of course I'm ready for King of the Mountain, Bob. But you did leave out one major detail here. It's a reverse ladder match. Right, but Jeff Jarrett's nickname happens to be the King of the Mountain. Right, but not in 2004. Well, he, they mentioned it. He said it. Like, I, I, I'm I, going to, like, he's, he said it well, in a he's promo. He's going to be King of the Mountain. Yeah. yeah, but he says it in, like, a promo. So, I don't know. I'm just saying. Is it foreshadowing? Or, in two days, on the first ever Impact show on Fox Sports Net, will Ron Killings bring that title to the show? Or will it be someone else? Will it be AJ Styles? I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, I think the obvious choice after reading all of our backstage news and notes and all this, it seems that Jarrett will most likely get back the title. However, they've switched stuff from what we've read before. So I do really think there's a, a slight chance that anything is possible here. Uh, and I think uh, real quick, too, before we get too far into the show, I'd like to remind everyone, if you notice, assuming Dallas did not screw up the posting of the episode... We're on Thursdays. We're a day early. Guys, You've made it to Spike TV, baby. That, yeah, I wish. Um, we're, we're live on Thursdays. And uh, in uh, two days, yeah, Saturday, you guys are going to get another episode when we cover Impact. That's right. That's nuts. And I think it's important to note, Bob, that we are going to be trying to switch up our format slightly, um, but starting really on next episode, where we are going to be essentially covering what happened on the pay-per-view and doing majority of the notes on our Impact episodes. And on the pay-per-views, we'll do the quick cover of what happened on the TV shows, and there'll be probably be a lot less notes, and we'll probably be just getting right into those uh, episodes. So it'll kind of balance out a little bit. Right. Uh, but yeah, man, King of the Mountain, really excited. We also have a tag team title match where Dallas and Kid Cash will be defending against a team of James Storm and Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. The American Dream. I'm surprised Dusty hasn't um, been a champion uh, yet, especially the NWA World Champion. 
I mean, that's a good point, actually, because I, I thought there was, he, he was going to get it from, like, Jared, even if it's just, like, a week-long thing or something, when, you know, when they fought a couple of, was it, last year? Um, yeah, and then he also fought AJ. I didn't think he'd beat AJ, though. Right. I oh, knew wait, it, did he fight Jared in 02? Oh, wow. Is that really in 02? That might have been 02. And yeah, I know oh, he wow. fought AJ in 03, because he's expanding. Okay. Yes, he did speak. <laughs> um, I do have a slight prediction for that match. I don't know why. This is my gut feeling. But I do think that Dusty and James Storm are going to win. And I think that Dusty's going to then give the title to Chris Harris and be like, America's Most Wanted, you guys. You guys are the real champions. So that's my gut feeling. I don't know if that actually happens or not. But I just got I just something in me saying he's going to do that. And that and America's Most Wanted will be our tag team champions as we head into the Spike uh, era. Right. Uh, I also believe we are aware of the X Division title match on tonight's show, where Kazarian will be defending against the Amazing Red. And this is another one where are we going to head into TV with Red as our X Division champion, or are we going to are we going to get a lot of title changes tonight, or is Kazarian going to retain that title and remain the coolest guy in the world, or whatever he says, and uh, keep the belt? Uh, okay, so. Personally, I would probably put Amazing Red in that spot. But if I am a corporate guy, and I don't even know if I could say that TNA is a corporate entity, I guess. I don't know. Um, do you want a guy like Amazing Red who looks like he's 11 walking out as your champion to the well, casual audience that doesn't know like what he's all about? I could see it. I feel like in this case, because Red is, like, so good, there's that opportunity where he does come in with a title, and then on his first match, on he'd have to wrestle on that first show. should, like, really showcase his talent, and then everyone would be like, oh, shit. Amazing Red. Okay, I get it. So I think it's a, you know, I think that it's an interesting point, but I do think that... Um, they're willing to take that chance if they need to. Well, and I think um, I think Kazarian just has that like superstar look. Yeah, I do think that Kazarian is not a bad person to walk on TV with your title with. They're both young no. stars. I mean, it's you, I don't right. think you can go wrong either way. Honestly. And when he came, and when he came back, because you know, like we've said before, he was there as like the some kind of heartthrob guy flirting with a girl. Yeah, he was doing, like, the womanizer thing for a while. Which was weird. It didn't really fit. He had, like, weird pants on, too. Yeah, they were weird pants. Yeah, like, uh... What's the leather pants, jeans, or whatever? They were weird, man. They were weird. Yeah, I just didn't... And I feel like it might have been similar to what he had done uh, when he he teamed up with Nova for, like, UPW or something. It was a very similar um, look. So he might have transferred over there. But then he was, like, gone for... For a while, a few months. Decent chunk of time, yeah. He comes back, and I think he's finding a groove. Um, I've always tended to enjoy Kazarian, so. Yeah, I like Kazarian if you're, as well. So, you know, we'll get into it when we get into the show. I don't want to okay. talk too much. Well, let's do a rundown quick of what happened last week, Bob. We, we saw the final taped show of the Asylum Years, which is incredible. And that was the World X Cup. 
And uh, we'll just do a quick rundown of the card, and then we can get into our notes and stuff. We don't have a ton uh, to cover today in general, so it should uh, be pretty painless so we can enjoy this show and that King of the Mountain match. Uh, Hector Garza won the 16-man gauntlet. I don't need to list out all the names. Everyone was on the show. He won, uh, getting the first three points. <laughs> uh, then Team NWA, which in this case was Daniels and Skipper, defeated Team Canada's Bobby Roode er, and Johnny Devine. Then Team Japan, which is Harai Jr. and Hijikata, defeated Team AAA or Team Mexico's Abismo Negro and Heavy Metal. Eric Young defeated Jerry Lynn, Mr. Aguila, and Ishikari in the four-way ladder match. And then that eliminated Team Japan because Team Canada came back from the bottom. And then in the final match, which was the Ultimate X, Chris Sabin defeated Hector Garza and P.D. Williams to bring home the gold, bring home that World X Cup trophy finally to Team NWA. And overall, uh, not a bad show. Uh, I thought it, I thought it was the uh, one of the best ones uh, that we've seen. I'll still say it: the Super X Cup I think was the best tape show we've saw we saw. But yeah, you're talking not of in general, right? No you're tape shows, tape shows. shows. Strictly the tape shows. Like, no, dude. Strictly tape shows, man. Okay. That's it. I was going to say, I think uh, like, folks, Dallas has uh, lost it. I am going insane. Uh, but yeah, me and Bob gave it a thumbs up. Bob's playing this weird game where he won't do it in the middle, so he's been saying up a lot, even though I, I have think... to. I have to. But he's doing it, so. I feel uh, like I'm not doing my broadcast journalist uh, credit. If I sit here and say, oh, you know, I don't know, middle. That's a fair no. point. It's fair. I gotta go bad or good. Well, I'm hoping that that continues as we head into Impact and on tonight's show. We'll see, though. We're on a streak. Uh, so what do you think that the readers of The Observer thought about last week's show? Well, I think that the seven people that voted are going to say they uh, they went thumbs up. Well, because, tw- hang on, because... The only people who are buying these these shows are the absolute number one diehards and number two people who have to do it because they get paid to watch it. Oof. Well, first off, I'd like to tell you that 28 people voted, and they all voted thumbs up, 100% thumbs up. I knew. And what about the best match on the show? Seems pretty easy if you ask me. Ultimate X, right? Yeah, it was Ultimate X. And what about the worst match on the show? The Team Japan, Team Mexico tag match. Yeah, dude. I crushed that one. Which was, um, yeah, it was pretty brutal. Yeah, that's um, not good. Yeah, well, you know, it is what it is. Okay, so let's uh, let's dive in here a little bit. So Dave says, I didn't think it was as good as some of the X shows, but the Ultimate X main event made it a thumbs-up show, as all three guys looked great. Williams and Sabin, as was noted during the broadcast, were from the same training class of current TNA manager Scott Demore in Windsor. It's pretty interesting. Mm. Williams does this amazing flip pile driver, which, of course, we all know is the Canadian Destroyer. Um, but he mentions that it, they've been using that on the TNA Impact commercial that's currently running on FSN, uh, which is probably the hottest new move Dave says that he's seen. Uh, and they're so they're calling it the Canadian Destroyer, uh, which is an honor to, I'm going to butcher this guy's last name, Douglas Chevalier a trainer in the area who passed away in 2000. Uh, and he passed away before Williams and Saban started, but trained uh, Scott DeMore. 
So it kind of has a. Um, so it's named after him. Yeah, it's named. It's yeah, in honor of him. Oh, it's pretty interesting. I didn't know if I knew that. I had no idea. Uh, maybe that was his nickname. I don't know. He's a trainer. So uh, the other the other notable match was the ladder match taped a few weeks back with Eric Young, Ishikari, Mr. Aguila, and Jerry Lynn. The match was sloppy, but as with a lot of matches with Lynn, had a lot of spots that were innovative. The guys took some sick bumps on the ladder for an audience that wasn't reacting. Uh, and then he says, Ishikari didn't know what he was doing, which was pretty obvious if you were watching along with us, having never been in a ladder match before, which was covered in commentary as they questioned the choice of putting him in. Right, because uh, at least at this time, I, well, isn't it that... Um... In, in Japan, they don't really do stipulation matches like that. So yes. not a ladder match. No, those are very, to my knowledge, very hard to come by in Japan. They do them once in a while, but it, they don't do stipulation matches like that. Yeah, I didn't think they did. Right. Um, I think that might actually be like the all the notes from last week's show. I would just want to come mention a couple other quick things here, um, and then we'll we'll dive right into this. We'll go an explosion in that. Um. So this is actually pretty interesting. So we've been talking a lot about this 3 p.m. start time on FSM, right? Well, Dave notes that after doing negotiations this week, the company did manage to get TV into nearly uniform, a nearly uniform 3 p.m. Friday start in most of the country, with 3 p.m. being the time in every time zone. Now, the okay. only exceptions at this point are New York, which airs Tuesday at 2.30 p.m., and Philadelphia, or yeah, Philadelphia, which airs Saturday at midnight, and Comcast Mid Atlantic Sports Station that airs Saturday at four a.m. Hmm. So there's a couple that are a little different, but most of the country will see it at three p.m. In their time zone. In their time zone. Yeah. Well, the, he's probably talking about New York City, right? Um. I mean, because here in Syracuse, it was definitely Fridays at 3 p.m. Then, yeah, it must be the city. I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't um, elaborate on that. Uh, and also, a kind of fun little teaser here is that TNA officials were bragging during the week about how good the set in Orlando looks. I wonder what it'll look like. I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited. Um, and then just a couple more quick things here. Because uh, Alvarez has, I cut a lot of this out. But he kind of does like a, a similar write-up. Uh, that Dave did last week, but it kind of um, breaks some things down a little bit. He mentioned some stuff Mike Tanay said, so I kind of wanted to cover it quick. Uh, the title of the Figure Four Weekly here from June seventh, two thousand four, was NWA TNA D Day Friday. I'll take that for what you will. Uh, the Nashville-based NWA TNA promotion, almost two years exactly to the day of their inception, takes the big plunges Friday when they debut on national television. Everybody knows the story by now. The show is airing every Friday starting June 4th on Fox Sports and affiliates across the country. In most areas, it'll air at 3 p.m. right when the kids are coming home from school and most adults are still at work. And then we're going to skip ahead a little bit because he just blabbers on. Uh, but are there any upsides? So on the Wrestling Observer Live Sunday, Mike Tanay talked about why he felt this, was need this needed to be done. He said there, he was at the airport in Hawaii recently, and somebody recognized him from WCW. Then they asked him what he's been doing lately. He said that it hit him that TNA's biggest problem right now is that nobody knew they existed, and national TV would help get the word out, 
and almost certainly increase pay-per-view buys. Now, perhaps that's the case, but nearly everybody is looking at the venture the same way they looked at the venture originally, back when Jerry Jarrett claimed that he was putting his own money into the venture and expecting to survive off weekly pay-per-views alone. As it turned out, it wasn't his own money, and that original model resulted in them losing so much cash so fast that he was prepared to shut it down. Shortly before doing so, Panda Energy stepped in as an investor and made the save. He goes on to say here, I can say with almost 100% certainty that Panda is going to have to step in to make the save here again, or more precisely, continue to make the save. The question that cannot be answered right now is how long they'll be willing to do so. This venture is not about to turn a profit anytime in the near future, and by the near future, I mean anytime in the next two to five years or more. Which is false, by the way. That is incorrect. Then um, he says here, I believe TNA signed a 26-week deal with FSN. If Panda is expecting to turn things around during that time period, then in 26 weeks, you will read the final ever TNA report in this publication, the season finale, so to speak. And the road to TV begins Wednesday, which is today, by the way, uh, in re- references, with a convoluted as hell King of the Mountain match, which is sort of a reverse ladder match. Um, now, as we already mentioned, the plan some time back was for Jarrett to win the title in time to go back to TV as the World Heavyweight Champion, but things can always change. Also on the show uh, is that tag team title match, the X Division title match. Uh, we also have here that Jerry Lynn and Heavy Metal will be facing off against Petey Williams and Bobby Roode, and that Monty Brown will be facing Sonny Siaki, and that D-Ray 3000 will be facing a mystery opponent, which he says is seriously. So D-Ray 3000, dude, back on screen. But why is it a mystery opponent? I have no idea. Is it going to be David Young? I feel like it's got to be David Young, right? It's got to be David Young. That's what I was thinking. Uh, and then just, uh, actually, this one we pretty much already covered. Um, oh, I, I guess it's kind of bouncing off those time, the time zone thing. Pittsburgh, uh, Alvarez has a little bit different. Pittsburgh, it won't be actually on until June 11th. And then the rest we actually already just covered about the other times and stuff. Uh, the tapings will take place Thursday nights in Universal Studios Florida starting at 6.45 p.m. Tickets are free in the event will take place in Studio 21. The company has been spending the last week putting the set together, and the wrestlers were scheduled to work out in the new six-sided AAA rings, which will be used beginning with the first TV show, starting Wednesday night at the pay-per-view. They better get plenty of time, and in fact, they should have gotten a few weeks, because it's hard enough for some indie guys to adjust to a different sort of four-sided ring, which is a pretty interesting uh, note, and I'm curious how... They will, uh, how they're going to handle that. Is, are we going to notice that there's going to be a little bit wonky of a transition? You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I mean, I'm surprised they're not trying to use it before. Kind of like how Meltzer Alvarez said before. Like, why wouldn't you find a way to bring it in before your first use of it so that people could get used to it? Right. And kind of bouncing off that, just so I don't sound repetitive during the show. Um, Dave notes that they purchased two different six-sided rings. I don't know what that means, unless it just means they have two of them. Uh, Nobody has been clear whether the Wednesday shows will also use the ring or not. But he says, well, we'll see soon enough. Although we did hear there are plans to set up the ring before the June 2nd show, so people could practice for June 3rd. 
I would hope so. So, so they probably bought two to leave one in Nashville and have one in Florida. I mean, that's my guess. Um, it makes the most sense. Yeah, why it's, would you want to pay for like shipping it? Also, why would you want two different kinds of rings? If you're gonna, if you have a pay per view and a TV show, you might as well have the same kind of look. You know, have the same ring. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's all the notes that we're gonna talk about pre-show. Uh, before, uh, besides explosion, which I'm. Oops, I just closed it. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm pulling it up right now, and I fucking closed it. I'm scrolling. Okay. So, uh, I'm going to get this one out of the way. There was one match not on Explosion that aired, there, not aired, that was filmed, or, it happened. The match happened. It was there. It was there. I don't know how to say this guy's name. Uh, T-Joss, T-E-J-A-S, I don't know. He defeated David Young. <laughs> wow. This guy's losing everybody. Yeah. Uh, okay, so now Explosion number 81, according to Cage Match. It was filmed June 2nd, 2004, same day as this show, and it aired on June 5th, 2004, uh, and it featured the following three matches. The Naturals, Andy Douglas and Chase Stevens, defeated J-Rock and Jason Porcaro. Elix Skipper defeated Dirk Sigler. And then Chris Sabin defeated Conrad Kennedy III. Wow. Really? That's interesting. They used a lot. Of, they used a couple of uh, IWC guys. You know, I knew you, I knew you that you know these guys. Well, Dirk Sigler was there for sure, and then so was J Rock. I actually have a funny story about J Rock. <laughs> what? Yeah. Sure, I didn't see this. So I'll do this very quickly. So okay. The other a uh, couple days ago, I was watching an IWC show. Um. And J-Rock was wrestling against Raymond Rowe, uh, also one of the guys that's in the Viking Warriors or whatever it's called. <clears throat> so I tweeted out, and I tagged him in it, and Raymond Rowe then there. I was like, I'm watching this IWC show, and uh, I was like, why wouldn't you have a – why wouldn't you team up J-Rock and Raymond Rowe and call them the Rock and Rowe Express? <laughs> okay so maybe 20 minutes go by and j-rock uh comments on it and he says uh he's like we did team up as like the cleveland mafia or whatever and then he reveals that the iwc booker norman connors actually wanted to do the rock in row express no way but they didn't do it. They didn't. Oh my god! So I thought that was pretty funny. It's like, oh good, they wanted to do it, but they just didn't. Do it. I thought you were about to say he was gonna shit all over you. So that's really funny. No, no, he was like, no, Norm, Norm wanted to do it. Like he, Rock and Roll Express. But he thought like J Rock thought it was corny or something, so he didn't want to. Didn't end up doing it. Yeah. So. It's funny. I mean, we might have heard J Rock's name before on the show. We have, we have, but that's that a was recent thing. A very recent thing. Yeah, that's really funny. Okay, Bob. Well, that's all I got, man. I'm ready to get into the show. I'm ready for King of the Mountain. Like I said, we don't have a ton of notes to talk about during the show, so I'm just gonna kind of spit them out whenever I can. I'm sure Bob has a shit ton of indie notes for us, though. Uh, it's not looking great for that, but. Oh, okay. We'll see. All right, it's episode 98, King of the Mountain. I'm going to count down from three. If you want to watch along with us, head over to Impact Plus, or it's in your own personal collection. 
dig it out and let's start doing it. So I'm going to count out from three. When I say play, that's when we're going to do it. Here we go. Three, two, one, play. Here we go, Bob. Open up with a hot video package. Now, Bob noted last week that the video package was one of the best. Or was it last week that it was like one of the best produced looking ones we've seen? Or was oh, that I think it was the week two, two weeks ago? And now, I missed a lot of that because I was look, reading notes during the time. So I actually didn't see a lot of the video package. So I'm, I'm going to watch this one. And I want to know how good this is looking. Because when we hit impact in two days, guys, I mean, is it going to look corny as shit? I don't know. There's only one way to find out. Footage of Ryan Killings winning the championship when he pinned AJ Styles after a scissors kick. Vince Russo was like, you know what? That is the decision stands despite the Jeff Jarrett interference. And then I believe we're going to see Jarrett on the aisle saying, that's my bell and I'm coming for it. I just left the hospital because my dad had surgery, but I had to come be on TV. I want my title back. I want my title back. And no, I'm Bob. Get it. Uh, I think it's safe to say, by the way, at this point, that, uh, you know, we talked, we had some big news last week. And while it's it's pretty much official, so I'm going to say it. As long as you're, you're good with me saying our big announcement. Go ahead. I mean, at this point, it's so old, it's going to be all over our Twitter. Um, but we have officially opened up a store on Pro Wrestling Tees. Whoa. Which is pretty freaking cool. Show me the money. And you just got to go. Listen, listen how easy this is. You know our Twitter, right? It's at CrossTheLineTNA. Well, ProWrestlingTees.com slash CrossTheLineTNA. And I'm hoping, God, I'm hoping by the time this airs, that we will have at least two designs up. We have a logo shirt and then another fun one that I'm assuming, I'm hoping won't get denied. So I'm going to not say it just in case it does. But um, That's interesting. What if, uh, you know, our, our store is going to be like WCW catalog 92. <clears throat> that's what we're going to do. I'm, you know what? I bet you that we can't use rustlers. Correct. We cannot. So there, there is some rules and restrictions, which that makes sense. Um, they strictly tell you that you cannot make like parody shirts of like major companies. Right. Um, however, one of the shirts I want to put up is kind of a parody, but I think it'll be good enough to pass because they put up. There's some stuff that gets put on there that is definitely parody, but like flies. So I'm trying it. Yeah, I can't imagine that being a but, problem. But we can't use like I can't put like Chris Sabin's like face on it. Right. Um, what if you got his approval? No, maybe I could then. Oh, here we go. We're outside the TNA Asylum. Coach got the more Team Canada's in this little car coming out together. Oh, wait, there's only a couple of them. It's only Williams and Bobby Roode. Grab your fucking bags! He's the, Oh, he is literally yelling, grab that bag. Why is he, why is he got to yell? Poor PD, like, thought, struggling. I thought Canadians were friendly. Maybe it's not the uh, the, the French Canadians. I don't know. They, uh, they cut away because PD was about to drop that back. Yeah, dude. Yeah, he was. Well, he had one around his shoulder, and then he was carrying another one. Yeah. And the flag. Yeah.
Here we go, man. Their intro package. Now we're in the asylum. Hold on, Bob. You need a good crowd shot before you can guess. How many people are in the TNA asylum just two days before we make our Fox Sports Net debut on TV? And it is King of the Mountain, too. Balsa Man Fears Truth. Dude, there it is. The penalty box. Two days, TNA makes an impact. And look, they have a little... They got a little... Six-sided uh, hexagon. So... Is it known at this point, Six Sides? It must be. Probably online. I would assume it has to. I'll try to I'll try to do a little look while we're watching the show. Why the fuck not? Bobby Roode, Team Canada, and Petey Williams. I'm gonna say it's uh eleven fifty. Well, you're not quite there, but you're a little high. Twelve hundred I'm a little high. Nine seventy five. Nope, a little higher than that. We're at a thousand. One thousand. Not bad. I mean, really. That's not bad. That should probably mean that about 175 of that is paid, right? Well, I don't have that answer, but assume a third is paid. That seems to be the common thing here. Yeah. See, now we would be the we'd be the two sucker part of that part of that group that would be paid. Uh, Bobby Roode's jacket is he has it has Roode on it, but it says R U D E, which I did not think is how he spelled it here in TNA. Maybe it might not be how he spells it, but he might spell that that way outside of TNA, and then mm. continuity there doesn't make sense. Interesting. So heavy metal here. This is an interesting thing. Okay, so yeah, they're saying on commentary mutual respect for each other. That is why a Team Mexico and a Team NWA guy are. Essentially teaming up with each other because they hate Scott Demore. So funny story. Um, this is like at this point two years after you know after the fact, but you know two years ago uh, Bobby Roode had a velocity match with Albert, and I recently reviewed that match for WrestlingRecaps.com. Like two years that, ago, like two thousand two, right? Two thousand two, yeah. And I'm shocked that WWE did not sign him. In 2002. Because I'll tell you. He had a good, like, enhancement Wait. match with Albert. Look at the bottom corner there, Bob. This is TNAWrestling.com. NWATNA.com is no more. Hasn't it been TNAWrestling.com? Well, we, we actually had some notes about that. But I don't think it's never been in the corner like that. And even last week they said NWATNA.com still. So we are we are definitely making the transition to fade away the NWA name. Thank God, because that that'll save me four characters in tweets. Well, they're probably gonna have a uh, a segment where it's like a revamped website, TNAWrestling.com. Definitely going to, yeah. Uh, Rude and Jerry Lynn are starting us off here. The ducks and elbow. Jerry Lynn comes back. Rude pop up. Oh, it goes for a power bomb, but he gets hurricane rounded by Jerry Lynn. And they stomp some muddle on him, just like Steve Austin at WrestleMania this year. Yeah, not as shitty, is it? I yeah. love Stone Cold, but that match was just so bad. Catapult, Jerry Lynn. Listen, man. For Tornado DDT, can Lynn hit it? Mm, no. Oh. Heavy Metal looks bored as fuck. Well, I'd be bored as fuck too if I'm just on the on the uh, apron, just waiting. My tag partner getting beat up. Jalen countering a suplex with a reverse DDT, going for a cover. 
only gets a two count. Trey, first time ever as tag team partners. Let's see, bad. What year are we in? 2004? Okay, well, the Wayback Machine is nothing for TNAWrestling.com. So, for in 2004. So, we're going to go to NWED. Yeah, yeah we're going to just go back to the old one. I have this kicked root in the face, and that's going to give him a two count. Okay, they don't have. Okay, I can't view anything in 2004. So, we'll never know. Heavy Metal just missed a, like a wild dropkick. Handspring back elbow to PD. Doesn't even get a one count. Arm nice arm drag. I'll see, but look, I went to the first one in 2005 to see if I could see old news. And when I click it, this is NWATN.com. It says, you are now being sent to TNAWrestling.com. Very interesting. So they still had it as NWA. You just got redirected? You got redirected. Um, and then this is like, I can't wait for this. Okay, I want to go to the main page. I want to see if there's some old news on here I can take. Okay, it didn't work. Well, we'll never know. Felt the world backbreaker. I. Oh, going for that middle row. Oh, he missed it. But he missed that, though. I have to think that they um, they definitely announced it. If that's going on. Well, listen, I um, this is a great time to we can talk about this. I've been waiting until they made some certain announcements about the ring and stuff, but they haven't. So uh, I think I'll probably be posting it probably around this this week's episode. I'm going to try to post it if I remember. It's Bobby Root backdropped over the top on on Bobby Root. I have this. I showed Bob this uh, a few weeks ago. I have it as heavy metals pump. I have a flyer. If Bob, remember this. Mm-hmm. It, it says on the back. So I'm going to try to post pictures of it. Every Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, only on pay-per-view, nwt.com. And then they also have, of course, Impact. The future of wrestling has arrived. TNA Impact debuts the six-sided ring Friday at 3 p.m. nationwide on FSN's Fox Sports Net. Check your local listings. So this is like a male... See, it's TNA Wrestling Collector's Edition poster and newsletter. That's what it says in the back. It looks like this might have been sent to somewhere in California, if I'm seeing this correctly. As Rude Spears Heavy Metal. And now, basically, when you open this, it it kind of... Uh, I'll give you the highlights. I'm not going to read everything. But international superstars, the women of TNA, telling you where to go check out stuff. Now, this is the most interesting part of this. I mean, it says rewriting the rules, innovation, the most action everywhere. More surprises, because you never know when Sterling Marlin and Hermie Sadler are going to come back. <laughs> and then they have a huge thing about AJ Styles. And now this is not a spoiler, because I'm going to list off some names for you guys as this match is going on. And it's not a bad match, by the way. I'm not just talking over it for bullshit, but it lists our champions as this. Heavyweight champion, AJ Styles. Tag Team Champions, Kid Cash in Dallas. X Division Champion, Kazarian. Frankie Kazarian. Now, the interesting part of this is where it mentions the contenders for all these. So it says the contenders for the NWA title. Look at this. Petey William, a bulldog nice. from the top with a rude head and kind of like yeah, a wheelbarrow wheel position. Yeah. Going for a cover. One, two. Nope, foot on the rope. So the contenders to Styles, according to this, are Jeff Jarrett, Round the Truth Killings, Monty Brown, Abyss, and D'Lo. For the tag team championships, listen to these contenders, Bob. 
America's Most Wanted, Three Life Crew, The NYC's with Trinity, Julio De Niro and CM Punk, and The Naturals. Yeah. So, I mean... De Niro and Punk are coming back, baby. Could be. And contenders for the X Division title, Amazing Red, Fallen Angel of Christopher Daniels, Primetime Elix Skipper, Chris Sabin, and Sanjay Dutt. So it's very interesting. Uh, they have some really great photos. And then on the inside, I'm going to show Bob as a reminder, they got a really fucking awesome poster. Yeah. Which is actually why I bought this thing way back when. And it has um, a Jarrett giving Sting a headlock, because why not? Is a photo of Jarrett, Abyss, Hector Garza, Elix Skipper, Daniels, Trinity, America's Most Wanted, and AJ Styles. And it says the times and dates again. So I'm going to try to get that posted on our social pages um, as we get as hopefully around the time of this episode. If not the time of this episode, by Saturday, I hope, for our first Impact episode. Back to the match. Rude is taking control. Team Canada is whooping ass here. Uh, let me do indie notes here so that way I don't forget. Uh, May 29th, Sabu defeated Jerry Lynn in a no disqualification match for IWA Mid-South at a show called A Shot of Southern Comfort in Highland, Indiana. And then P.D. Williams, on that same show on May 29th, he won a seven-way number one contendership match to the IWA Mid-South Heavyweight Championship when he defeated, P.D. Williams defeated Alex Shelley, Austin Aries, Delirious, Jimmy Jacobs, Nate Webb, and Roderick Strong. And on that same show, P.D. Williams defeated B.J. Whitmer to win the IWA Mid-South Heavyweight Championship. On May 30th, P.D. Williams defeated Roderick Strong at uh, BCW in Windsor, Ontario, Canada. And that is the indie notes for this match. Fantastic. Team Canada separating the ring, keeping heavy metal over on their side. Jerry Lynn trying to get in. Rudy Charles is like, fuck you, dude. You are not legal. Heavy metal kicks P. Williams in the back now. Look, he just walks over casually, takes Jerry Lynn. That was way too casual for how much he was just getting his ass beat. Storytelling. Storytelling. And sidewalk slam by Jerry Lynn. Knocks Rude off the apron. Jerry Lynn going for a powerbomb. Boom. Set out powerbomb. Nope. nope. That's, that's a two count. Right back to the offensive. Here's Jerry Lynn. Oh, Demore trips him. Heavy Metal doesn't do anything. I, if I was Heavy Metal, I would have kicked Demore. Oh, oh, for that Canadian destroyer, but Kryptonite no. Crunch. Jerry Lynn crunched him. One, two. Oh, Bobby Roode breaks it up at two. Oh, shit. Oh, Roode gets drop kicked right into the Rudy Charles by Heavy Metal. And Heavy Metal clotheslines Roode out of the ring. He checks on the referee, moves him out of the way. Just kidding. Heavy Metal with a, sunset, or a somersault off the top to the floor. But look who's in the ring. Scott Demore. Jerry Lynn ducks it. Fucking pile drive him. Pile drive him. Do it, you coward. Wait, who's that? Oh, Eric shit. Young. He didn't hit him hard enough. It didn't break this time. Rudy Charles definitely just saw that happen. He absolutely just saw Eric Young in there. And, and then he put Petey Williams on top of Jerry Lynn. And that's a three. Team Canada, you dirty scoundrels. Jerry Lynn cannot fucking beat the Team Canada guys. I think an interesting note, Bob, is that usually we haven't seen the teams from the 
the X Cup shows back until the next ones. But here we are the week after, and Team Canada is here. Just saying. Seems like they might like them or something. I think that. Who's that? Skipper and Saban making the save. Oh. Well, I would hope they like them because, I mean, they're, they're all pretty good. I'd say easily the best, like, full team. Oh, yeah. I'm not counting NWA. We know they're good. Right. New new team. <laughs> Foreign. Well, they're like a they're like a stable. Right. Team NWA is not a stable to me. They're just four guys that were. Oh, an explanation of the King of the Mountain. Is Cal Hudson back here? The rules are quite simple. Three officials. One by the penalty box, one in the ring. And then one with Vince Russo will maintain the title. Russo's going to have the belt. I might have missed I can't. I, I was having trouble hearing what he was saying. That's what it talking. sounded like. That Russo's in control of it. So if you get pinned, you go to the penalty box for two minutes. You can't hang the belt if you're in the penalty box. No, Bob, correct me if I'm wrong. Well, he's going to talk to all the contestants, so wait, who is he going to talk to first? The Wildcat. Are they going to go from, like, the less, like the lesser stars all the way And then the work up. Oh, man, that's so stupid. All the pieces are finally in place. All five contenders in the ring at the same time. You ask me about strategy? I think it's pretty simple. My strategy, basically, is to avoid a pinfall. <laughs> wow. Okay. You get the pinfall, you become eligible, which is what I was going to ask Bob. I couldn't remember if they said that or not in this one. So you have to pin someone in order to get possession of the title. Right. Or be well, eligible to eligible. be able to get it. Because once you get one pin, you're eligible the whole match. He's finally become NWA champion of the world. After that long journey. Yeah, Bob. So the rules are quite simple uh, for the King of the Mountain. Yeah, you pin a guy, they go to the penalty box, and you can go up there and get it. Or put it up there. Yeah, definitely not confusing. Monty Brown looking like a beast. Yeah, because they were saying it was convoluted. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> when you first hear it, it's kind of like, what? But it's actually, it's not too bad, really. Yeah, it's not that bad. Now, you know, I hate to do this. I have a special guest with us today, Bob. You have a special guest. That's right. The Monty Alpha Brown. Male. The Alpha Male. Monty Brown joins us today for today's show. Uh, Monty, say hi. No, he can't. He's plastic. He can't. He cannot. Dude, say if that. you if you had Monty Brown in that room with you, I would have had a heart attack. I wish, man. For some reason, uh, this Monty Brown figure's head is very small, and his hands are enormous.
Okay, so Monty Brown versus Sonny Siaki is going on right now. Bob's pick is definitely Sonny Siaki here. Uh, he ain't winning. No. Uh, any Indian else for this one? Uh, no. Yeah, I had a feeling. I mean, That's... again, I'm sure they probably did something, but cage match doesn't want to do I would assume they had to have done something, but. I mean, I can see Mountie not doing anything, but Sonny probably would do something maybe in like a local Georgia gym or something. I don't know. Close yeah. my face, Sonny Siaki. Followed by a heel kick. Football now, backgrounds of both of them. The uh, overall runtime for the show was like an hour, 50 minutes, and 29 seconds or whatever. So right now we're at one hour, 29, 45 remaining. Or, or 20 minutes, 46 seconds into the show. Into the show. Honey Brown gets hit to the floor, and Saki is keeping him out of the ring. He keeps trying to get in, but he's just hitting him right off the apron. Uh-oh. He grabs a chair. He throws the chair at the ropes, bounces back. So Monty just jumped into the crowd, and people are screaming. He's like, I want to fight you in the crowd right here. Well, I mean, it wouldn't be a TNA show without brawling in the crowd. He wants to fight him in the crowd, bro. Oh. No, here comes Siaki. He's not scared of fighting in the crowd. I'd, I'd pick one of those seats right there because I know that they're coming in that. They're definitely fighting in that area. That's their, like, designated area to brawl, like, initially. Look at that Especially, dude, I would have sat there when sex was a thing because oh, everybody really? came out that way. Yeah, that'd be cool. And you can be like, you guys suck. Yeah. Give him the finger. Be like, boo. Oh, a flapjack onto the bleachers. That looked like it hurt. Well, he slapped when he slapped his hands on the bleachers, made a sound that you would have had his face splattered on it. Oh, it kind of looked like his face did too, but all right, let's see the replay. It might have been more his chest, but it still didn't look good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it looked good. It looked painful, is what I mean by not good. Yeah. Go get a mountie. Manny Brown is, I'm sure, going to be a future NWA world champion. Uh, if they're fucking smart, dude. Andrew Thomas ain't trying to do nothing. Yeah, they're saying he's trying to get him back to the ring. No, he is not. Do not let him fool you. He's literally standing there with his, his hands clenched. Doing nothing to assist. Oh, slamming Tsiaki on the steel steps. Face first goes Siaki into the unforgiving steel. Well, onto the guardrail now. That guy, that dude is pumped to be there tonight. That guy in the green shirt. He's definitely drunk. Yeah, and then he's he's had a couple cotton candies, a couple beers. He's like, yeah, throw him he's right here. Really, he's very energetic. And that guy is so sunburned or tan that his yeah. teal shirt really stands out. Okay, Monty going for cover. No. 
Thomas is like, okay, too. You guys got to hurry up because you just wrestled the crowd for doing. Okay. Because you what? They wrestled the crowd too long, so he's telling them, guys, come on, wrap it up. Well, I mean, the the crowd brawling wasn't too bad. No, it wasn't. They did some like different stuff. At least it wasn't just yeah. punching around the whole arena. Right. That's why like, I love when Jared does it because all he does in the crowd is punch. And maybe use a chair. Maybe, but like, all that you could do at ringside or in the ring. Like, you're right. not doing anything crazy. It was really effective when like Slash would like dive off the balcony or New Jack. So you can't do that in the ring. Right. Sorry about that pounce by Monty Brown. Oh, back suplex by the alpha male. I think I'm going to start uh, taking a shot every time they say the word impact. Well, now they're going to be doing it even more. Right. But I'm not saying I'm not saying like saying the word impact in terms of the show. No, you, impact you, in terms of like how the move is. Well, that that, that they're doing it on purpose. Tell me I know. Not. That's why I want to take a shot. Look at this impactful cover. One, two. No, he kicks out with an impactful kick out. He's pulling his hair very impactfully. That was an impactful right hand. Off the ropes. Impactful Simone drop. Well, he almost messed that up. Almost did, but he got it. Desperation move. That is pretty impressive considering Monty Brown's a literal NFL linebacker. Oh, yeah. He, he's t- they're talking about how the weight of him. Yeah. He's even up before Sonny Saki. That's right. Saki going after him. A couple right hands. Back elbow. Whips Monty, but he reverses it, comes back. Oh, shoulder block. Saki uh, holding his own here. Monty usually has been pretty uh, dominating in his matches, but Saki's kind of giving him a run for his money in this one. Saki chopping away on Monty Brown. Swinging neckbreaker off the ropes. He's measuring Monty Brown up. Kick to the gut. Nope. Monty counters. Ducks a clothesline. Going for a German. No. Monty counters with a German. Nope. No. Not German. quite. Elbow. Elbow by Sonny. Right hand. Uh-oh. Oh. Pounce. Period. One. Two. Three. My the winner Brown. of the match. It's clean. Oh, he's busted. Yes. Yeah, dude, he's got he's busted above his eyebrow. He just wiped it on the fucking look at him. See? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. Today mentioned it as well. Today just literally said your exact sentence after you said it. Oh boy, Johnny Swinger. What is Swinger? Oh, because Swingman. Of, oh, great. And Siaki's in there. They've got what a bag of feathers, probably. It's a coconut in his hand. Oh, my God. What is he, Roddy Roddy Piper? Who, by the way, still has a... What is all this stuff? Oh, it's a... Okay, it's a skirt, a coconut, and like a uh, flower boas. They're making fun of his Samoan heritage. 
Um, oh, uh, no, sorry. It's uh, Johnny Swinger. He uh, he still has an orbital fracture, by the way. He's there was a note last week, but we already talked about it so many times. But he's just like working with it. He's working with an orbital fracture. Yeah, his orbital bone is all fucked up. Yeah, I don't know if I would be doing that. Nah. Here's pe- Irish Peck, honey. I haven't. I have a note about Irish Pat here. Uh, as as he's getting beat down by Gilberti and Swinger, uh, he did an interview with Alex Marthez, where he said he was initially fearful of changing his name from Simon Diamond, but Jeff Jarrett and Russo convinced him that it would be uh, bring more reality to his character and allow him to headline more shows. Oh, here comes Trinity, as uh, Kenny is slapping Gilberti with his belt. Oh wait, oh. Ah, they get what was so unrealistic about Simon Diamond? Um, I don't know, but he kind of goes on to say here, it also forces me to change with the times because today's wrestling is more reality-based. ECW still has such a cult following that everyone remembered me as Simon Diamond. But ECW is gone, and people have to realize that. And we got Desire right. out here now using a belt. She's cleaning house. Fucking Desire is the one who stopped everyone from doing anything. But that allowed Irish Pat Kenny. The crowd's popping, dude, for Desire. They did. They didn't. When uh, Kenny came out, it wasn't a huge pop. But when Desire came in and cleaned dude. house, they're like, "Hell yeah, Desire!" They really did, which is crazy. Yeah. Remember, she broke her back, and every time I see that that awful Mercedes Martinez, that's all I think about is what you did to Desire in 2002. I feel like Desire that Desire pop should be for Trinity. Because, like, she had all the makings of being their leader. Shoulda, woulda, coulda, Bob. Horrible. Who do you think he's talking to next? I think he's going to be talking to Ron Killings. He just said it, yeah. That's <laughs> no, not. Raven? Oh. Oh, he just said. I thought he said we are talking to the world champion. That's what I thought, too. What's my strategy? Not to get panned. No, he didn't say that. He said he's one of the favorites in this match. Why? Because it's simple. Ladder. <laughs> Being one of the founding members of the X Division. Those are not weight limits. It's about no limits. No limits. The ball is in my court. I have the advantage. I don't have to worry about an unexpected Jeff Jarrett. Not tonight. Eyeball, eyeball. Wait a second. Raven. Why are you interviewing a white trash redneck about strategy? You want to talk strategy, you talk to me. It's simple. You eliminate the opponents before they get to the ring. And then he starts beating up AJ Styles, and AJ is fighting back. And now we are brawling. Well, they're they're like hugging. Now they're hugging. But they get pulled apart by the black shirt security. We can just say security now because there's no red shirts. Oh, wait, they still call them black shirts. <laughs> they do. Okay, dude. Video package time. Looks like our X Division title might be up next. Title yeah, match. and I, I'll just do those indie notes during this video package because I think that's Why not? But here's a fun fact. Did you know or even realize that we haven't seen Kazarian Russell in the ring since April 14th? Holy... And that's when I guess, he defeated Sanjay Dutt. I guess he's just kind of been ringside, huh? And like, yeah. who's going to fight me next? Wow. 
That's so really interesting. Uh, he's got a few things that he's done on the indies, I guess. But interestingly enough, on April 16th, uh, Kazarian teamed up with a guy named Tommy Williams to defeat Eric Matlock and Joey Ryan for New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, Anoki Dojo Best of Amer- American Super Juniors show in Santa Monica, California. On uh, May 1st, he lost a four-way for the vacant AWS Heavyweight Championship when Adam Pierce defeated Baby Slim. Or excuse me, Adam Pierce and Baby Slim defeated Frankie Kazarian and Samoa Joe. On May 1st, he teamed up with the Ballard Brothers to defeat Team Savage for UPW. On May 22nd, Frankie Kazarian defeated Hardcore Kid for Pro Wrestling Gorilla. 44 ways to kill you with a pimento. May 30th, BCW. He lost to Chris Sabin in a match for the BCW Can-Am Television Championship. So he did a few things. Uh, I was really surprised about the New Japan Dojo thing. That yeah, that's really interesting. Wasn't something I was expecting. Let's see if Amazing Red. Well, we got three strike series. Determine the contender. We're getting our match facts. Whatever I call. Champ is ready and rested. That's Amazing, right. Amazing Red didn't do anything. They're saying April fourteenth, dude. There we go. So he's been watching. He hasn't been wanting to. Write. And can Red regain the gold? I don't know, Willie. Will we get three title changes tonight? Uh, I think there's a really fucking good chance, to be honest with you. Amazing red. Well, this is sort of X Division related, so I'll give it here during the entrances. Uh, starting June 1st, TNA will be offering a free match on their website every week. So yesterday, June 1st. Uh, it was Jerry Lynn versus AJ Styles versus Loki ladder match from August of 2002. On June 7th, it will be AJ versus Amazing Red for the X title from October 30th, 2002. June 14th, it's Chris Sabin versus Paul London for the X Division title. June 18th, uh, from June 18th, 2003, excuse me. June 21st is the America's Most Wanted uh, versus Naturals tag match from October 22nd, 2003. Here comes our X Division champion. Uh, on June 28th, it's AJ Styles versus Frankie Kazarian for the NWA title from July 2003. Remember that one where uh, Kazarian almost died? What so show is that? Oh, from the uh, Styles Clash? Yeah. Oh, fuck, yeah. Uh, so that's our lineup, dude. Free matches being given out, and those are pretty good matches to be given away for free in the month of June. Where, on the website? On the website. I think that's smart. Why not? Kazarian just, I mean, he looks like a, a wrestler. He's the, coolest, he's the coolest guy in the world. I agree. You know what? Like, looking at Red right here. I think, uh, and I have nothing, this is not against the Red. I like Red. Absolutely but not. if you're I putting agree. this on national television, you're, I think, visually, like, credibility is going to be like, what the hell is this guy? I don't know if they'd give. I don't know if people would necessarily give him the chance of like, oh wow, this guy's <gasps> fucking great. Oh, Bob, look at Bob, that! Bob. Look at the logo. Look at the logo. Impact Holy Friday shit. on your regional spots, sports, your regional sports network. Check local listings. Whoa, that's pretty cool. Whoa, that's awesome. 
That's pretty cool. Okay, let's see. Boom, lock up. We're at 36 minutes and four seconds. Let's see how this match goes. I feel like that King of the Mountain match, Bob, is going to be taking up a significant amount of time in our final hour of the show. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's probably going to be at least a 20, 20 to 25 minute match. Oh, yeah. Which would mean that for our show, anything other than that, it's like less than an hour before right. you get to less than an right. hour of other content. I'm dragged by Red out of the corner. And another one. And oh, he, is he going to another? No. Uh, single leg drop kick to Kazarian. And Red comes over, lives in the right hand, whips him into the other corner. And comes back, gets an elbow to the face by Kazarian, the coolest guy in the world. Double drop kick. Kazarian rolls out of the ring, though. Red gets back to his feet. He looks like he's going to go for a dive. Red coming off the ropes. And he does. And he, he hits the wild thing. Is that what he calls that? Mark Merrill. Thirty with ninety six Icopod. I, yeah, I didn't know he called it that. I think he calls it the wild thing. No, you might be right about that, but oh, Herkarana off the apron by Amazing Red to Frankie Kazarian. It's not bothering him in the least. <laughs> I like that kid's sign that says Dusty Rhodes is coming for you, Kid Cash. Be ready. And it's spelled R-O-A-D-S. Dusty Rhodes, but literal road. <laughs> yeah. It's a kid, so I'll give him, I just think it's funny. I like the be ready part the most. I like how his sign is like a whole sentence. I know. I love when people do that, to be honest. I think it's so funny. Like, there's a sign. Look at You'll just see it once it goes back to the hard cam. After there it is, Amazing Red will be it. I think it says will become the X Division champion or something, but it's like a whole thing. Yeah, you're not supposed to have. Oh, he kind of hit the Back to the Future, but he wasn't holding the hands and didn't go for the cover. So just an electric chair, I guess. But a lot just happened, and uh, well, Frankie Kazarian, he's got the he's got a one up now. And then the crowd's chanting, "Petey Williams." What? They're still saying, they're they saying were, you still suck right now. Yeah, but I think before that, they were chanting P.D. Williams. Oh, that's weird. Look, it literally says Amazing Red will become the X Division champion. That's okay, quite what, the sign. What happens if he doesn't? Well, their sign is invalid, Bob. Is, are they going to like just tear it up and be like, damn it? I feel like, yeah, they're going to have to. I don't I got know it wrong choice. Again. Oh, pump kick by Kazarian, knocking Red out of his boots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, whoops him into the corner. Yeah, see, the more I think about it, Bob, I think I want Frankie Kazarian to retain the belt here. 
You think he's what? You think Red's going to win? No, I want Kazarian to retain. Really? Yeah, I think I do. I've been actually really enjoying his, like, heel run here since he, like, came back and, like, was, like, screw you, Team NWA, and then won the belt and everything. Yeah, I mean, I don't think... I mean, I like... I like Red, but I think um, if they were to have had Kazarian dropped it, they probably should have had him drop it before... Or even not even done the whole best of three with Red and Duck. I would say not do the best of three because... And, like, have him defend it at least a couple times. Yeah. Yeah, suplex into the corner by Kazarian. Chayton, you still suck. Don't tell the coolest guy in the world they suck. Come on. Are we serious? It's almost like slow motion. Oh, oh, he's choking him over the top rope. But Posey's like, get the fuck off him. Uh, Red was tap- uh, technically tapping. It did look like he was. What was that? He just slingshot himself over the top of the apron just to punch him? It kind of looked like he was going to drop his head on it. Oh, 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 oh shit. Nice. Cesarean did a, a double spring leg drop. It looked like he was slipping, and that's why he turned it into a double spring, maybe? Yeah, well, he was losing his balance for sure. That's what I mean, yeah. But uh, it looked nice. He bounced from one rope to the other rope and then then landed it. And look, Don West is saying he messed up on the rope. He was able to regain his balance. Bob's checking out his window for small children yelling at him. That kid was weird. Yeah, it was. Red. Oh. Tornado DDT. Uses the rope to his advantage there. Dallas, did you see my uh, my status about my new uh, Friday night game that you should probably do? No, I didn't. You didn't? Is it on Twitter? No, it's on Facebook. Okay, I'll tell you. Don't look it up. Oh, okay. I'll tell you. I'll All right. Okay. So I'm, on a Friday night recently, Sarah and I started a new game where we go on the website, pentacon.com. Criminals okay. looking for pen pals. Oh my god. Oh, you know what? I did see you do this. I did see this post. And the whole point is that you read the introduction, you look at the release date, and you guess the crime that they did. <laughs> wow. We were getting scary good at it at one point. <laughs> That's really funny. Swinging flatliner by Red. Red's revealed his hair. Yeah, and when he does that, he reminds me of like chunky uh Chucky fin- uh, Finster from Rugrats. <laughs> why? I don't know why. He like took it off as if that was like his Hulk up. Like, here's my bandit. And then he just keeps shaking <sighs> his head. They show you my curls. I'm pissed. He keeps shaking his head as if like his hair is like wicked long. Well, isn't it usually like in uh, like braids? I don't know about this time, but I mean, that's what he. Oh, you know what? Yeah, it was. He did it have was. that. Yeah, he did have, like, little, like, cornrows or something for a while. Cornrows, yeah. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, but that, that Pentacon game, it's good stuff. Okay, I'm, I'll take a look at that. Because if you, literally every single uh, oh. prisoner is, like, I'm, I'm loyal, I'm trustworthy, funny. And then you look at their thing, and it's, like, first-degree murder. 
Oh, shit. Kazarian nearly got a three count using the ropes as leverage. Referee Posey had no idea what he was doing. He's like, I could be bleeding. Oh, it's a gurry. Oh, Red Star Press hits it. One, two. Oh, see, I know I'm getting Chris Harris vibe. Yeah, but the crowd's so into it, dude. I know, but I'm saying, like, if you don't pull the trigger on it, are you going to ruin red? I thought you were talking about the the near falls. But no, I. And, like, can you do it? Can you put him on national TV as your champion? I guess. I don't know. I think TNA, TNA would. I don't think there's. They don't see that a risk in that, which I, I guess I don't really either. Like I said earlier. Oh shit! The seven one eight. Seven one eight. Okay. He's calling for something here. Do they? They don't have monitors at the table. When I was um, they do. Well, that's weird because Don's watching the match, not on his monitor. I'd be so. Holy oh, shit. That's got to be it. Wave of the future. A massive yeah. wave of the future. And that that's a three good. count, man. That was a solid match. That was good. That was awesome. Solid. Yeah, I enjoyed that. I love that finish. That's good. And I'm glad that, you know, you're giving your heels clean fucking wins. I love it. Because that loss is not going to hurt Red. No. Oh shit! His like something's busted in his mouth. He was pointing at it. I saw some blood. I think He's that's why he lost a tooth or something. There was a moment where he was like pissed when he like here, touched the mouth. Bob, it's explosion it footage here. Hashtag we want explosion. You guys know. Will you see that on a shirt? I don't know. You might. Uh, D-Ray three thousand actually has an indie note. Oh, shit. Okay, you give us that, and then I got some. I want to give us some notes. I haven't said much okay. during the show here. On the on the May 29th episode or show of Hot, H-O-T, in Detroit, Michigan, D-Ray 3000 lost to a guy by the name of Steve Nixon. I don't know who that is. Um, he's being interviewed by Scott Hudson right now, who's saying that he's gut check's first victim. So he's like the first gut check winner, we could say. He has a chance to earn a spot on the roster. You said, do you know who I'm supposed to be wrestling? Because they don't want to tell me. <laughs> I don't know what to say, man. I'm happy to be here, but... I'm not the man losing matches uh, around here. It's David Young. It's true. That's a good point. That is a good point. Why do I got to get remised? But I beat him. He's losing all the time. He said he's ready to bring it. They're about to feel the fro. That's what they can do. Feel the fro. Okay, time for your match. Okay, well, he's he's not a talker, I guess. No. Oh, you got to go this way. <laughs> feel the, Look, he's got a Tron, dude. How is he not on the main roster? D-Ray 3000. That should be a sign that he's going to be on the... Right. Okay, so let me give you, give you a note or two here, just because I haven't said it a whole ton. Uh, the this is I should have said this during Team Canada, uh, but the average buys per week in Canada as of a few months back were 650 buys per week. Uh, Viewers Choice Canada was happy with that though, 
And the numbers are believed to be down from that today. 650. Yep. In all of Canada. Yeah, that's kind of what it sounds like. <laughs> oh, shit, Bob. Look at his opponent. The monster. Abyss. <laughs> I would be absolutely shocked if D. Ray won this match. Uh, he's not winning this match, Bob. No <laughs> not with the monster miss coming out with chains wrapped around his neck. He ain't winning yeah. nothing. He looks terrified. Uh, let me give you another one while uh, he's, Abyss is making his entrance. They are talking with, you won't believe this, Bob, Samoa Joe about bringing yeah. him in with Johnny Fairplay. Now, if you remember... A while ago, Johnny Fairplay, we did say it on air. He mentioned this on our Twitter. Uh, Now, the company is back talking with Fairplay, thinking his notoriety will help them when they start on TV. Fairplay suggested the idea of Joe, the office people, who deep down hate Ring of Honor. And while it's never said publicly, uh, several close to the situation say it's common theme. They love the idea of stripping ROH of its champion. Uh, there is no deal in place because Joe at this point has refused to bail on Ring of Honor without at least going out professionally. And as of this weekend, the negotiations had not reached that serious uh, level. Hmm. That's crazy. Small Joe would be a good fit, though. Wait. Who? They just mentioned on commentary, someone has been told not to come to the building. Did they say Eric Watts? Yes, Eric Watts. Yeah, Vince Russo, the new director of authority, said not to come. And look at D-Ray 3000 has just given Abyss a hair pick, and now he's picking his hair. I'm surprised he never... knows how to use that. Well, he was feeling his fro, and as they said on commentary, it's the first time he's he's seen one, and he just throws him back in the corner. Oh, shit. Ready? Oh, wait. So they're saying that Abyss is fascinated by the fro? Yes. Yes. Wow. They're mentioning how Goldilocks is able to control him, which is odd that she's not ringside with him then, I feel like. I don't know. Wouldn't you want her ringside with him? That's a good point, too. D-Ray going up to the top here. Oh, gets caught in a choke slam. Let's see. He's going to hit it, though. He's got him around his neck. Oh, shit, he's biting his hand, though. He had him goozled. What a gut check. Oh, drop kick to Abyss. But he doesn't even get... He barely stumbles. Oh, Jackson with a clothesline. Huge. I really do like Abyss. This is, especially at this point, his look. Oh. I'll splash in the corner. We got a couple of years till my, like, favorite abyss, but this is good stuff. Oh, that's a post. Your favorite abyss is uh, probably what, the, the prisoner white suit, jumpsuit thing? No, that was okay, but no. I like when he was... Do they say a name yet? You gotta be kidding me. You have to be kidding me. Bob, as soon as we first saw it, Bob goes, you won't believe how long they take to name this. And they still (laughs) have not named it. Here comes Goldilocks with a briefcase. 
They have to name it for, like, if he uses it on impact. Like, you can't just be like, oh, there's a move. Right. He was saying punish him. Goldilocks is saying punish him. And he's got him up. And he's just going to fucking hit a black hole slam. That's not usually how he hits it, but he's so little. uh, He just did it. He punished him. What's in the briefcase? Are we going to find out in, like, three weeks? Are we going to find out tonight? I'm going to say it's a sex toy. I'd be, dude, I'd die. And then Abyss oh, is going to run afraid. It's, oh, money. No, it's money. We got this. Why is that one like folded up like that? They're going to put it in Deere's mouth. Oh, you know what? She did do that to Eric Watts, remember? Yeah. At least she was nice enough to fold it up. That's a good point. Is it a 10 or 20? I don't know. Probably a 1. Well, I mean, yeah. No, that's not a 1. That might be a 20. <laughs> Could be a 20. The victim in this gut check match. Do you think that if it's twenty dollars, do you think that was D Ray's um, pay for the show? Uh, actually, yeah, maybe I do. Wait, who's this? Uh, oh fuck, it's Eric Watts. His this, um, um, his uh, against the his disguise was literally a winter hat. <laughs> it's against the orders of Russo, but Eric Watts grabs Abyss. Uh, well, he's getting elbowed, so you don't get to hit that choke slam. Oh, Abyss gets fucking caught with a huge boot. Go after Goldie. Uh-oh. Oh, he's stepping on the briefcase. He needs that more than anyone. Oh, wait. That's his money. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, he's saying it's my money. No one cheers. Dude, no one's cheering him. Well, who's going to cheer for a guy that's got a bunch of money? Oh, and he took the 20 bucks back, too. <laughs> With D-Ray's mouth. What a cheap ass. <laughs> wow. Hey, is that J-Rock? The bald Dude, no guy on the left. I think that's bald J-Rock. guy? That's J-Rock? Yeah, that's J-Rock. I love that they use the explosion, guys. It's so, it's so it's good. Oh, Goldie, are you okay? Oh, Russo, following him out. Get out of here, dude. Get him out of here. Cutting backstage to James Storm and Dusty Rhodes. I'm sure this will be a fun segment. So here we go, Bob. Um, someone's trying to get back with the company. You want to take a guess who that could Moving be? Moving to Guerrera. No, we already, we already know. He's I, I didn't know if that was the gag. Uh, trying to get back with the company. Yeah. Brian Lawler. Nope. One more guess. Buff Bagwell. No, I wish. Uh, it's Terry Taylor. He <laughs> just left. I know. Well, he's trying to get back to his agent backstage role, as he may have just been re- and he may have just been rehired. As noted before, his wife, after all these years, wanted him out of wrestling. He tried to do the right thing and get a job selling cars in the Atlanta area. He liked it so much that he quit after his first day, and now was trying to get his wrestling job back. He liked it so much he quit after his first day. He was probably like, "I didn't sell a damn car, and I made no money. I gotta go back to wrestling." Right. Uh, this sounds like the same promo that he cut, that Dusty cut last week where they showed it, where he's like, I never saw your, the Kid Cash in Dallas under the greatest tag teams of all time. I didn't see him. <coughs> Maybe it is. If uh, Storm says sorry about your mm, luck. Dude. 
Maybe it's the same one. That's right. No, I don't think. Oh, no, he's no, he's like, OK, we're leaving. That's all James Storm said was that's right. All right. Oh, Look, we're outside that's the asylum. Russo saying, you can't be doing this, Eric Watts. Eric, you cannot be doing this, Eric. I can't that's getting what's mine, the money. She's taking everything from me. I'm on your side. Okay, tomorrow at, uh, tomorrow at TV, you can fight Goldilocks in a steel cage. That is definitely J-Rock, and I love it. He's not bad. He's a good wrestler. Solid wrestler. Good. What the fuck? Russo wants the money? <laughs> He's like, I will take care of this. But yeah, Eric Watts does not have it in his hand anymore. Trust me, Eric. I'll take care oh. of it. Why don't you go home to your wife, Eric? That's why you want to be all along. Is she mad because he's married? Maybe she didn't know. You want to settle this, Vince? Look at... Oh, meet me in my office. You have something you can't refuse, Vincent. Her, her office is probably the fucking boiler room, right? Oh, it actually might be, yeah. <laughs> okay, here's a tag team title video package. We're at 57 minutes and 25 seconds. The show has been going pretty well in terms of pacing. I think so. Um, Let's see. Do I have anything to talk about? Or do you want to do indie notes uh, during this? Uh, I'm looking up right now. Okay. Well, if you don't have anything, I can give you something. I got a, I got a couple more. Well, it looks seeing, like got, uh, there's nothing for cash. And... That awful bunkhouse match they're showing highlights of. It was not good. Was that two weeks ago? Uh, yeah, I think so. It was before the uh, X Cup. Right, because they showed this. They showed this promo during the uh, World X Cup last week. Bringing in that uh, broken time old old timer. Yeah, there's no indie notes for this match. This time. Okay, well, let me give you some more notes then. Which is, and this is weird because it's this match, and then literally, I think it's just King of the Mountain. And yeah, I think you're correct. Almost still, as you said, almost still an hour in the show. So that King of the Mountain match is absolutely getting a shit ton of time. Right. Um, Fox Sports Net wants a clean product, which means, uh, sadly, no women tearing clothes or suggestively dressed, no swearing, and obviously this means no blading. But the company is pretty much under the gun when it comes to pay-per-views. And while Dave says he doesn't know, uh, he says, I don't know blood is banned forever. It will be used sparingly, if at all. Well, they could do it for on the weeklies, right? I would assume they or can. Is that, or are they saying, like, across all boards? They want I'm sure they don't want it at all, but can they really control what happens on the pay-per-views? They just probably can't show that footage then on Impacts. Or if it's blood, they might do, like, black and white. Like the right. Does. Oh, Tag team title matchup next here. Are we going to get some points before I give you another note? The taglines. Champs talk the talk, but can they? Mystery, Lock mystery, mystery. Log. It doesn't say that. They didn't want it. It was probably too much text that they couldn't. They would have to right. do another slide. The Bunkhouse Brawl win leads to the title bout. Yeah, well. It was a fucking match, let me tell you. That's bad. Can the dream make it a, make it a nightmare for Cash and Dallas? Well, you see, 
the American Nightmare won't happen for a couple more years, so I got a lot of time for that. Yeah, a few more. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't. Well, I'll save that one because I we might we might see him on the show still. Let's see. Do I got anything else? Kid Cash and Dallas here. Dallas looking sweet with those shades on, dude. Uh, so the the wrestlers who were complaining about having TNA take their indie bookings are now being told that the Fox deal, uh, everything, well, with the Fox deal, everything is basically going to even out with their name recognition, will go up, and they'll be able to charge the indie promoters 15% or so more. So they're they're saying that that's going to happen. They, you know, being on Foxport and that, your name value is going up, baby. They think that they're going to be able to charge more and then make up that 15%. Here comes James Storm, and of course Dusty's going to come out behind him in a second. Uh, and kind of bouncing off of that, Dave notes that although Frank Goodman wrote on his website that he wasn't going to book TNA talent because of the 15% surcharge deal, well, his next show on June 19th in Franklin Square, New York, has both Raven and D'Lo Brown booked. That does not surprise me. I was trying to think, so we're in 2004. I don't know if I don't even know how many shows I have from 2004. I'm telling you, those shows, his Frank Goodman shows, I'm not even exaggerating. Sometimes go five hours. Holy shit. And it's like, why? Are they good five hours? Uh, no. Happy hmm. birthday, time... James. Save a horse, ride a cowboy. Okay. That is not uh, FS1 appropriate. I was just thinking that. <laughs> Fox Sports Net, I mean. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. No, so, like, I remember one time watching or reviewing a show of theirs, and the main event was uh, Raven and Alice Snow. And it's like, you know what? I like both guys. You know, whatever. This could be good. Dallas, it went 40 fucking minutes. You're lying. No. Alice Snow, Raven went 40 minutes. Yep, and it was... Not good. Did they give you a date on that show? Uh, June 19th. June 19th. Okay. Holy shit, Dallas. Fuck. Oh, my God. Okay, I think I have this show. Okay. New bonus episode coming at you guys. Okay. One, two, three, four, five. Let's see, is Kid Cash about this? Kid Cash is looking tan as fuck. He's ready for TV, dude. Look at him. Look at his tan. You hold on, it's gonna show him again. Kid Cash is, is insanely tan right now. Hold on, hold on. They're really focusing on Dusty here. Jeez. I know. Come on. Uh, you gotta see him up close better, but I mean he's wicked tan. Oh yeah. Look at look at he's got a Hogan tan. He's ready for TV. He's wrestling on the first impact, one hundred percent. Oh, for sure. Okay, so that show's good, huh? Guess how many matches are on that show? Twelve. No. More? Yep. No way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sixteen. Nope. More? Mm-hmm. No, there's not. 
Yeah, there is. Okay. Just I had to count it twice to make sure. Total non-stop action uh, being shown in that bottom there. Um, oh, Jesus. Um, 22? No. 20? No. 18? No. Well, it's got to be 17 or 19 then. No. It's more? Yeah. You're lying. No, you you missed one number. Oh, 21? Yes. You gotta be kidding me. There are 21 matches. That'll be a three-part bonus episode. And I'm looking uh, through to see other... So Simon Diamond is also... Or Pat Kenny is booked on that show. Sabu. That's two teenage guys. Shark Boy, would we consider him? Teenage? I don't know if he's under contract. I don't know if Sabu even is. Sabu might not be. Pat Kenny definitely is. Right. Uh, Sanjay Dutt and Amazing Red. They're under contracts. And then D'Lo Brown. But I don't know if D'Lo is under contract. Well, it's being noted, at least, that he is. So is Ra- is Raven on that, though? Uh, no. Raven okay, so that might have switched then. Interesting. I am almost certain I have this show, and I cannot believe that there's... <laughs> There's 21 matches. I don't even know if I'll ever review that. I'm certainly not all the matches. There's no way. There were 800 fans in attendance for that show, by the way. Wow. Most of them were probably sleeping after the first 20 matches. Holy shit. <laughs> well, I think um, usually it's pretty noticeable that like, people will, in fact, leave. Hmm. Uh, in case you guys the are show wondering. starts at 8 o'clock. I mean, you're going on until 1, 1.30? Like, get out of here. Yeah. In case you guys are wondering, they finally locked up. That's the first thing that's happened in this match. Uh, did you mention any notes for this one? I can't remember. There you there said there was none. None? Okay, that's what I thought. Uh, well, Dusty, Dusty is sporting yellow knee pads. And he's shaking his butt at Kid Cash, who's wearing bikers tonight. I think I like Cash in the long tights. Um, I think I agree with you. I mean, I, don't, I guess I don't really care either way, but I feel like the long, I like the long tights look, especially because he's been wearing some cool ones, but that's fine. Well, you know what? Here, This is a, another random kind of observation, but kind of similar situation. So uh, I've, and I told Dallas this recently, but I've, I reviewed like 14 episodes of Heat and Velocity recently to catch up on my reviews. Right. And uh, Stevie, Stevie Richards would wrestle originally with like baggy pants and just look back then he switched to regular tights like long tights then he switched to like these biker shorts all in the span of like seven weeks he basically changed his gear three times and i think for him i like him best in the biker tights yeah i feel like that's the that's the stevie richards i like the most too yeah, the baggy pants, no. And then the long tights really made him look like he had chicken legs. Yeah. He has really thin legs. But when he had the bikers on, it just made him look better. But I agree with you. I think I like Cash better with long tights. Look at the way he was whispering into Dallas's eyeball. 
That's effective. There, nothing is going on in this match, dude. If if this, I thought the bunkhouse brawl was bad. Look at now, even James Storm and Dallas are fighting. Oh, Kid Cash tag himself back in. That's right, you get him, Cash. That's right. We've been. I I feel like this has been going on for eight minutes already. I don't know if that's actually accurate, but it fucking look feels like it. And we're eight minutes past the hour, so I'm just assuming it's been eight minutes. With the entrances, it might actually have been that long. Just yeah, saying. Could have been. Yeah. Here we go. Fucking technical shit. Breaking out. Counters. Arm drags. A lot. Slips out of that. Rolls over. Nope. Tries to do another one. You may, and, hate, you may hate him. He may be despicable. <laughs> Tom West, not a fan of Kid Cash, apparently. Oh, flips back. We almost kicked him in the face on that. Oh, comes back. Gets a clothesline. James Storm clotheslines Kid Cash. And then an arm drag. And then a drop kick. Kid Cash gets out of the ring. The crowd is, like, oddly, like, loud, though. Uh, Cash just threw a chair in the ring. Andrew Thomas caught it. That was a nice, a nice catch by Andrew Thomas. And here's another one. Can he catch this one? Dusty. Uh, okay, it hit it. Oh, look at Dusty's about to sit down in the chair. Let's just sit down and have some beers, kid. Dusty's like, come on. We got to do a suicide dive. You know... This match is so frustrating because this is clearly just an example of using Dusty's name to draw people in and then having no intention of even trying to have a quality match. Right. Well, look, Kid Cash is working the leg now of Dusty, twisting it around the bottom rope. Kid Cash working over the knee, going for a spinning toe hold. This is Shades of Terry Funk from 1978 when he won the NWA world title. I just made that up. I don't know when he won the world title. I don't even know if he. I don't even know if he won it with a spinning toe hold. He might have. Could have. Oh, Dallas driving a knee down on the leg. Dallas on that like 21 match card. Slick Wagner Brown was on it. He's one of our favorites. Wow, really? He's, I think he was like the third match on the card, though. So yeah, wow. Would have been a long night after that. <laughs> Look at Dusty's face in the headlock right now. Crowd's this clapping. Here we go. Here we go. Boring. Well, at least we have a, a one more thing to look forward to, and that's the King of the Mountain. I am looking forward to that. Because, as I've said before, I am a sucker for stipulation matches. Six, nine, 300 pounds is Dallas. Oh, look, they tagged, but they switched. Andrew Thomas. Look at, look at. He's just like, okay, whatever. Okay, whatever, tag. <laughs> but if that's the baby face you're doing that, no, you got to get out. There you go. Dusty tags in James Storm. He goes after Kid Cash. This match is so far... 
the easy paycheck match of the night, I feel like, because, like, nothing is happening. Nothing. Are we going to hit any of our signature moves? I don't know. Okay, James Storm's finally picking it up. Look how he's going after Dallas here. Goes off the rope. Big clothesline. Dallas barely stumbles. Tries again. Nope, didn't do shit. Goes again. Ducks clothesline by Dallas. Comes back. Tilt a whirl. Head scissor to Dallas. Uh, did you did you wish Austin a happy birthday today? I sure did. Yes, you did. Kiss ass. You didn't wish me a happy birthday. It's not your birthday yet. When's, that, when's my birthday? Wednesday when we record. You son of a bitch. You're lucky. Power slam by James Storm. I could catch. Could that be at two? <laughs> I thought it almost um, was. I knew it wasn't over because Andrew Thomas with his dramatic counting. It's too slow. Oh, what's this? Oh, he's got Dusty's. Oh no, he's got Dusty's boot. How do you get Dusty's boot? Okay, he's trying to put it. Oh my god! Oh uh, my god! You're, if you're, are you trying to roll your ankle doing that? What is he doing? Oh, James Storm hits Cash in the head with it though. No way. No way. Oh, Dallas pulls him out. Dusty's yeah. just walking around. Come here, baby. Oh, uh, something's gonna happen here because. I thought someone was going to come out. Something's still going out. on, though. I think Dallas is grabbing, like, a pole or something. That one, like, pipe, the lead pipe the they use. stick or whatever. Yeah, the pipe. Yeah. Yeah, he's got it. There it is. Oh! The lead pipe. Wow. Well, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad I'm Cash shocked. and Dallas retained, but that match sucked. Yeah, that match is rough, man. Wow. I'm really surprised. Yeah, that was not good. Let's see. Scottson. He's standing by with Jeff Jarrett, our champ, actually getting the last interview. Is he the last guy? No, Ron. Yeah, Ron. Okay. I'm assuming we're going to get a Ron interview. My last note kind of has to do with kind of related to him, so I was trying to wait until that. You think I waited to have Vince Russo stack the deck against me? No. We got four Ecos stepping in that ring, not just one. Oh, Scottson's looking over Jeff Jarrett's shoulder like someone's about to come in. I don't have an ego. Okay. No, you're right, actually. That's a good point. Jeff Jarrett does not have an ego. You want to talk about strategy? I'll give you strategy. This is the thinking man's game. Do you think that Raven Truth, Chris Harris, you certainly don't think that AJ Styles can outthink me. Oh, shit. AJ Styles coming after him. They're, say they're trying to cut away. Mike, take it. Start the match now. Wild situation. Broken out in the back. I'll see you in the ring, AJ. Well, maybe we're not going to talk to Ron Killings. I don't know, dude. We got so much time left in the show still. Yeah, I mean, they're probably going to hype up Impact. They're probably going to do a video package. 
right. Wait, TNAWrestling.com. That's right. Everything you want to know or need to know about TNA Wrestling. Talk about the see, new Impact show. Did you see the news that people have reached out to TNA to come back to broadcasting, like Game Changer? Uh, yeah, a lot of people have reached out to him, I saw. Yeah. I think he'd be a lot of fun in Game Changer. And I don't watch a lot of Game Changer. But seeing Mike Tanae call a, a match with, like, broken light tubes in barbed wire would be fun. <laughs> I really do wish Tanae would do something. But, hey, he's doing good. He's enjoying his life. And he's got money, so who cares? Right. Next Wednesday on the pay-per-view. Four corners gut check match. Opportunity for four people to prove themselves to manage. X Division six-man tag. Team Canada. They're going to face Jerry Lynn. And two members of AAA from Mexico. Heavy Metal and Hector Garza. And Jerry Lynn. It's Team Canada. X Division title also on the stake next Wednesday. Debut of Impact X Division match. Here we go. This is what I wanted to hear. Well, the winner on Impact Friday will get to face Kazarian next Wednesday. Okay. So they are doing that. They're going to use Impact as a way to build to smart to make matches for paper, which I think is what you should do. Whatever you do, do not miss it. And guys, we are covering it in just two days. June 4th, our first Impact episode, finally. And here we go. We're going back to the truth here. And there we go. Hey, BG finally changed his shirt. Well, Conan's still there. Well, so that's my note, dude. Oh, okay. So Conan was scheduled to be both at the pay-per-view and the TV taping this week. He did say his goodbyes last week to some of his friends in the company, saying that he's going to WWE. He's not gotten a release. And due to tampering laws, WWE will not negotiate with him until he gets a release. Wow. And I believe that is my final note for today's show. So we will get to enjoy the King of the Mountain match. Yo, yo, yo. I got this. Vince Russo. You've been overstepping your boundaries all night, Vince Russo. Bottom line is this, Ronnie. So they're saying Ron Killings is going to leave with that gold around his waist. I was hunting a gem and I found this one. Basically saying, I've been fired before. I don't give a shit. Let's do the dang thing. Because we can't say damn. That's too bad, right. even though they have the best damn sports show. Right. Period. Period. Okay, Bob. It looks like Here's our final video package. I love it. I love video packages. They're my absolute favorite. I mean, I'm assuming there's not going to be a lot of uh, indie notes during this one either. Truth. Okay, so Bob, what's uh, final guesses here? Do we think we're going to see a new champion? If so, who do you think it's going to be? Um, 
That's a really good question. How about this? I will give you my rankings from least to most likely of winning the match. Okay, sounds good. So I'm going to say they're going to be pretty similar. I'm going to say Chris Harris. Yeah. Ron Killings. Um, Raven. AJ mm -hmm. Jeff. Yeah, I think so too. Yep, I totally agree with that. NWA World Heavyweight Title Match. Here we go. The first ever King of the Mountain match. Tale of the tape. But Just if I were to do here. it, I would just have. Oh wow. I would have. Uh, I would put the bill on AJ personally. I think it'd be cool. New champ faces four challengers. Now we're going to our our taglines. Because I don't. Th I mean. In Jeff's brain, he's the most like a mega over. star. Yeah. Jerry adds name to the chaotic title picture. Yeah, he sure did. You know, and I think once again we've mentioned it before. Okay, in the first ever King of the Mountain, that's the last tagline. Oh, we said it before, but I think they've done a very good job building all of these contenders for the title in recent weeks. Yeah, well, they've all been inter intertwined together. Very well done, I think. Yeah. And to the point where I could almost see everyone winning besides Chris Harris, because unfortunately, they've kind of screwed that one up. There's the penalty box, and they did move it ringside. I was worried they were going to keep it up near the cage dancer area like they started it, but they did move it ringside. It's a bright red cage. Well, you wouldn't leave it at ringside for the other matches, would you? No, I know. I know. But I thought that they were leaving it all the way up there, so it's like away from the ring. Here comes the Wildcat. He has proved everyone that he belongs in the world title pitcher. Except that he can't seem to win it. There's only one indie note for everyone in this match. Holy shit. <clears throat> On May 29th, AJ Styles defeated Eric Cannon to win the MPW Universal Championship for M MPW in Maple Grove, Minnesota. Wow. Wait a second. Is AJ Styles' song different? I don't think so. Is it? Why would it be? Uh, I think it's like a new version. Because they had, like, the, oh, like, like in the beginning. It's oh, definitely, that part. Okay. It's a new version of the song. Same song, new version. Okay. Yeah. It almost sounds like, dare I, like, I don't want to say more professional. That's not the word I'm looking for, but it sounds like, I don't know, better. It doesn't sound like a high school yeah. project. Unfortunately, Raven's still coming out to that ECW song. Which Can we weird. get rid of that, like, now? Yeah, he doesn't need to keep doing that. It doesn't fit him anymore. No, it does not. It does not fit the character he's going with. Look at him checking the penalty box. Like, oh, yeah. I could I could understand when he was feuding with De Niro and, and Punk doing that. I agree. But, like, now he's back being, like, a fucking bastard. Yeah, there's so, like, been two Coming out to, like, a Nirvana ripoff. Or Offspring. I mean. Offspring, yep. Not Nirvana. 
Here we go. Long ass Jeff Jarrett entrance. Right. Four minutes. Bristol, London, Liverpool, Manchester. <laughs> Walking on the train tracks. I don't like that, dude. I hate the train track thing. Showing all the different countries. I'm the NWA champion. Yeah, I hate that. <laughs> I don't know why. I just hate it. I think we've seen it for so long at this point that well, I'm yeah, like, but like what's the it? point? What is the point of him walking on the train track? I'm sure it's symbolic for something. However, Jeff Jarrett's theme song is wicked good. So that's fine. Yeah, I mean I, I liked his W one too. Chosen one. I'd have to hear it again. Yeah, I don't know. I think on the network, it's, like, dubbed, though. Oh. Well, I like his TNA. His TNA theme is, like, one of my favorites. Like, him, AJ Styles, and, like, eventually, Stings. I really love Abyss's theme. Abyss is good, yeah. They have a lot of really great theme songs. My favorite TNA theme song is... uh... Orlando Jordan. Okay. I simply am amazing. I simply am amazing. Whatever it is. This entrance is also my favorite. Caution tape all over his body. Yeah. Uh, Around the truth killings. Good shit. (laughs) You know, why not, dude? Why not? If you're going to do that, do it. I mean, he went all the way. He did. That's what I'm saying. If you're going to do that. They didn't bullshit you got to give him credit there. Yeah, I do. Raven sitting in the corner. AJ Styles is on a ladder, and Harris and Jarrett are in two of the corners as Ron Killings dances his way to ringside. Vince Russo standing behind him because he will be having possession of the title. Bob, I think I'm a little more hyped for this than I thought I was. Like, I was excited. excited. I was excited, but like I'm <laughs> even more excited. Like Seeing all the guys in the ring, the cage. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about this right well, now. Well, the penalty box. Are we going to get a boxing introduction for these guys? Yep. Oh, my God. It's sanctioned by the National Wrestling. AJ's not even in the ring. Look at him. Where is he? Oh, he's on a ladder. Raven just tried to slap him. Oh, Russo. I didn't even know it's Russo there. Yeah, Russo's there. So we got Andrew Thomas, Rudy Charles, and Mike Posey, I think they said. Is that all of our refs? Besides the one random blonde one that we saw. Yeah, who the fuck was that guy? We never saw him again. Never. I mean, it was just a week or two ago. So random. Yeah, it was a week or two ago. I wonder if he was just like a explosion guy and they were, he was like, I don't want security and they just put him as a referee. Yeah, I don't. (laughs) Bob, who's it going to be? Anything could happen. Oh gosh! Is it going to be your fingers? And there are many ones. These ones, oh, are yeah, they are. They're definitely. Well, here, hold on. Hold on, one second. Oh, that's good. That's cool. I Wait, love that. You want me to smash this guitar on his head? Does it break? Yeah, dude, it fucking breaks. Oh, look at that! It does. I got a little itchy the other day, so I took out all my old figures. Oh my TNA ones. They're all behind. They're right here. I can see them on the table. <laughs> Surprised you didn't play with them in your ring. Hey, I didn't get that yet. 
the amount of hours I in my childhood I spent playing with my wrestling guys in a ring, it's unreal. Dude, me too. We're still doing entrances. The amount of times I'd smash my fingers. <laughs> Let's see. I'll give you an update. It should. It said it was coming Tuesday last I checked. It still says Tuesday. I'll have it just in time to talk about it during our our, our impact episode. <laughs> what is it? it? It's like fate. My ring. It's coming Tuesday. Oh. I don't know if I'm opening it yet or not. I haven't decided. Well, weren't you gonna get two? Well, there is eventually, but that one uh, I, I paid a pretty penny for it, so we'll see what happens. Right, but that was on the low end compared to other ones. So you might as Correct. well open that one and then the more expensive one, you just not open it. Yeah, that's a good point. It'd make a nice display. We'll see what happens. Yeah. We're still doing intros. We're at an hour, 28 minutes, and 45 seconds. This, these introductions, I'm not even joking, have gone on for three minutes. Yeah, dude, it's wicked long. It's unnecessary, man. Just do it when they come out to the ring, and then you can just have your match. You're just killing time. Pin or submission, not just pin. Here we go, dude. Styles, Jarrett fighting on the outside. We're starting, dude. If you're like Bob, we have 20 minutes and 50 seconds left in the show. So Dude, you're uh, 20 minutes and 47 seconds. You know what? It's doing. not bad once we get toward the end, and it's like, okay, how much is this match about to get? Now, when we're, it's like, okay, there's an hour and 35 minutes left. It's like, okay, that's too much. <laughs> that's when you say, okay, we're 20 minutes in. <laughs> Look at slingshot crossbody to both. I like it better my way. I'm telling you, since I switched it to doing that way, these shows are a lot faster. Jarrett stomping away on AJ Styles. Choke on that, Slappy. Oh, leapfrog. Jarrett goes over. Oh, drop kick. Drop salt. You are, so, you are. So many white outfits, Bob. Styles, Jarrett, and Chris Harris. And actually, Ron Killings even has gray on. Holy shit. Yeah, he shit. does. You're right. That was insane. Styles just springboarded and flipped over the penalty box onto Raven, Killings, and Harris. Wow. Okay, here's the replay. Dude, that was an awesome camera work. That was awesome. Yeah. Oh, Jared trying to get Jared. a pinfall. Because it is false counting where he's trying to pin Harris and he's trying to pin everyone. He got none of them. What if he pinned Killings on the last one? I, that would have been so bad. Raven just like tapped uh, Harris's head with his foot, like kicked him. Good, he should because he doesn't like him. That was awesome, man. Raven and Killings in the ring. Jarrett's taken over Styles ringside. Harris, he's just chilling. Oh, wait. Jarrett and Styles going up to the entrance ramp. There's a ladder up there. Oh. 
I didn't know we had more than one ladder in this match, but we do. Running Bulldog by Raven on the killings. Harris looks like he's about to prepare to potentially get on top of the penalty box. It looks like it. Oh, there he goes. I was waiting for it. Raven effect? No! Harris jumps off the penalty box. The crossbody. Or a clothesline, I guess. It looks like a crossbody to me. Yeah, I think it was a clothesline, though, but... Suplex by Styles onto Jarrett on the entrance stage. There's been no no pinfall, so no one is eligible yet to go for the gold. Knocks Raven oh. off the apron. Okay, another guess, right? So we, we're guessing who's going to win. Who's going to get the first? Who's going to be eligible first? Uh, I'm going to say Jarrett. See, I was going to say, like, Killings, since he's a champion. To make it seem like he's got, but you're you're probably right. I feel like it'd be Jared just so that there's even more heel. Like, oh, he's the only one that can go right. up there. Yeah, I could see it being Raven in that case as well. Then, yeah, yeah. Jared with crossbody off the top. Styles rolls through, goes for a cover. Oh, I thought we were about to be wrong, and Styles was about to be the first eligible person, but he was not. Drop toe hold into the middle turnbuckle by Jared. I feel like AJ would be the last one. I don't know, dude. Could it be? Is it gonna be? Where's, uh, where's your Ron Killings and Chris Harris figures? I don't know. I gotta buy them from you, probably. Still, I don't have Ron. Oh, going for the stroke with Styles counters. Countered. I lost a Jay Lethal on on the internet yesterday. You were bidding on it. Yeah. Going for cover. It was a good price, or else I probably wouldn't have bothered it right now. But how much was it? It was only like when I tried, it was like less than thirty, and then it went over like thirty six. I was like, "Fuck it, I don't want it that bad right now." Yeah, Stylish clash on Jarrett. Is he gonna be the first one? Whoa, Holy we're both wrong. Shit. Styles way is the first off. I was way one. off. I didn't think there's a sign in the crowd that says, "We hate Chuck," but look, Russo gives the belt to AJ Styles. Well, you can't see the ladder to the top there, JB. He can bring the mm. belt to the top. There's something about this match that feels, like, big, too. You know what I mean? It's maybe because there's so much stuff going on at once. So many referees. There's so many personnel ringside, if you will. Hey, Styles is setting up the ladder, but guess what? Harris and Ron Killings are in the ring. Hit gonna... them with the belt. Well, yeah. There's the countdown, by the way. Jarrett's only in that penalty box for two minutes. Oh. And Raven smashes the ladder into AJ's face. <laughs> oh, man. And a spear by Harris. Spear. One, two, three. Harris is now eligible. This wow. is going like in reverse order of what I was thinking. Wow. Raven and Jarrett in the box together. That's a really great point. Now, Jarrett is only about to have a, about a minute left by the time that Raven gets in. We're at a minute. Are they going to put two time? Yeah, they are. There is two timers. Look at that. Harris gets thrown into the penalty box. And there we go. Raven, oh, Jarrett has a minute. That's... Look, he's like, Raven, we can work together. Do you understand? Raven, let's think this through. Oh, my God. He pushed it open. <laughs> they locked it again, though. We're good. So in order to get the belt up there, you have to take it from Russo every time if you get stopped. 
Um, you when you're out, el- well, when you're eligible, it must be. But isn't is the is the belt back with Russo right now? I thought so. I thought he. Oh uh, yeah, I think it is. Yeah, he does. He just gave it back to, to back to AJ. So you have to go grab it from him. Yeah. All right. So you see, Ron is in the ring. AJ hit him with the championship, and then you climb up. Hit the axe kick off the top of the ladder. What is he reaching for? The hook. You got to hang it. Yeah, there's a hook. He's got to probably bring it down to him. Oh, shit. Oh, they both fall off. Jarrett's out in five seconds. Okay, Jarrett's back in. Raven only has 45 seconds left. Harris now climbing up. He dropped the title. Oh, come on, Harris. Was that on purpose or it must have been? Oh, Why shit. Yes, staying... it was. Yeah, because you stand on the ladder to get the axe kick. You couldn't drop down. Oh, my God. Okay, Ron Killings. He's eligible. By the way, he jumped off the, like, the middle rope to hit that axe kick. Scissors kick. So now Ron is eligible. So the only people not eligible are the two heels, Jarrett and Raven. Uh oh. Raven's still in the cage, and Harris has got to go in there. He only got six seconds. He, is he going to wait? Oh, yeah, oh. he's going right out. Raven's got one second. Sending him into the cage a bunch of times. Oh, Jarrett going to powerbomb. Killings off the ladder. Jarrett, or look, Russo wants the belt back so bad now. It drops. He's like, go give me that. Rudy Charles is bringing it back to him, though. No big deal. Are Jarrett and Raven going to work together? Mm-hmm. They, were, they were talking about it in the in the penalty box. Oh, Killings goes into the ladder back first after being sent in by Jarrett. Oh, whipping oh. AJ into it. Who would ever thought? They're in oh. cahoots. Oh, Jarrett uses the ladder on AJ Styles. Right to the midsection. And oh, on the back of Killings. <laughs> Raven's getting a table right now. Well, why wouldn't you? Oh, so I wouldn't. Two tables. Okay, look at Raven and Jarrett are working together. They both have that ladder in their hand. Calling Ron Killings up. Oh, hit him in the midsection. And to Styles. Dropping on the back now of Killings. Thirteen seconds and Harris is back. We are at an hour, 39 minutes, and two seconds, if you're following along at home. Two, one. There, Harris is out, but Raven goes right after him. So, is Jarrett the only one who's not eligible now? Is Raven? Oh, no. Raven and Jarrett are not. Raven and Jarrett are not eligible. Which is a certainly an important thing to know because they can't win if they are not eligible. 
Look, he's yeah. going for Ravens' help again. He wants that. Okay, Styles getting thrown toward the corner where Killings is. They both got the ladder again. This unbelievable formation of a team. Oh, Killings did a split to duck it, and well, still got hit. Styles jumped. Uh, uh, he tried to jump over the ladder, and he didn't. Okay, he's on top of it. Uh oh. Oh. They dumped Styles out of the ring with the ladder. Also falls out of the ring. Probably hit him. I don't. We couldn't see. I don't know. I'm gonna assume that it landed on him. There's now three tables in the ring and a chair. This is officially a TLC match. Yeah. Full metal mayhem, if you will. That's a good point, Don. They're they're in concert. They're working together, but neither one is eligible. Look, Jarrett's telling Raven to use the drop toe hold. He's gonna do it to Jeff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we knew yeah, that wasn't gonna last long. They turned on each other. The egos were gonna get in the way. There it is. Drop hold on to Jarrett. Harris now when they're hammering away on Raven with some left hands. Ducks a clothesline. Wow. Leaping clothesline of his own. Formed by Rhonda Jarrett. Oh, oh, AJ's on the floor because he got destroyed. Yeah, AJ's is oh there he is. He's climbing up. Harris is hitting punches on Raven in one corner. Killing's doing it to Jarrett in the other. And they're both going to Irish whip them into each other, and they do. And Jarrett, for some reason, doesn't fall, but Raven does. But Jarrett gets clotheslined out. I think the rules of this should be that if you pin a guy, you're eligible. But then by when the guy gets out of the cage, if you haven't achieved it, you have to pin them again. Pin somebody else again to be eligible. That'd be a mess. Yeah, I know, but I'd love it. They just down made it. He was like, oh, he's got to, he can pin him out there. He's like, oh, wait, he doesn't have to. But the thing is, that's like a strategy. You can pin someone again and then get him put back into the penalty box. Yeah. I can't believe Raven and Jarrett are not eligible still. Yeah, we have uh, literally eight minutes right now left in the show, and no one, ni- neither heel has been uh, eligible. Oh, Killing's got the title from Russo. He's climbing up officially. There's the hook. Springboard dropkick oh. by Styles. Fly- Ryan Killings flew off, dropped the title. Styles has it in his possession now. That's Jarrett with a chair. Well, he gets chopped, <laughs> chopped by Styles and falls down on the apron. Hang it up, AJ. Let's go. Let's see. Oh. No. Oh, he goes to Powerbomb Styles, but Styles kind of takes Jarrett over the top with him. They're both on the floor. Come on. Let's go, guys. 
Okay, belt tossed to Harris. Oh. Look, Russo's like, go. So he wants Harris to win Wicked Hurry up, Chris. There's no one around. Oh, oh my god, dude. Powder. He literally was inches from doing it, and Raven threw powder. Raven effect. He was. Like, he almost accidentally put the title on. Dude, I know. And Raven is officially eligible, and no one is in the ring. Raven, fulfill your fucking destiny. Do it. Uh, let's go. Come on. Oh, shit. Oh, there's Ron Killings. Dude, that was the time. Oh, shit, he drops Raven on the top turnbuckle. I think he hit his head on the belt, too. Yeah, he did. Oh, and he gets a jumping knee and gets knocked out of the ring, and Jarrett's in the ring, pushes Killings out. Well, guess what, dude? That doesn't do shit for you because you're not eligible. Not eligible. Uh, This looks dangerous. They're standing on that table that's on the apron. The stroke onto the guardrail. Off the apron. Jarrett's officially and eligible. Jared's Raven eligible. almost broke the pin up. Raven trying to shoot. No, John. No. You're not winning it. Officially, everyone is eligible. I don't think Russo's needed at this point. I think you just not need everybody's the belt. eligible. No. Look, Russo's not giving it to him. Russo, Russo him. you have to give it to him. He's making him come over to take... Oh, he's not giving it to him. You can't do that. You can't do that cheating. Styles is getting in the ring as they're putting Raven... Or, sorry, Ron Killings in that penalty box. <gasps> oh, my God. Raven... Styles just pinned Jarrett, and Jarrett's got to go back into the penalty box. Which is kind of redundant. Like, why would you pin him again? But just get him out of the ring. Yeah, I know, yeah. Get him out of the match, yeah. Raven is setting up a table. Dude. Raven's setting up a table in the corner. Styles kicking Raven. Followed by a chop against the ropes. What are they going to do with that table? Oh, and then Harris is going to beat up Jeff Jarrett. Four seconds. Oh, Truth is in there too, but he's on the ground. Oh my God. I forgot about that. Well, they don't have his... Oh, they only can do probably two times at once, maybe. Yeah, probably. Oh, my God. Oh. oh. Styles almost just broke his leg, dude. They tipped over the ladder. He hit. His leg was caught in the ladder, and he hit the penalty box, fell in the mm-hmm. apron between the box and the ring. Dude, he almost broke his leg. Yeah, that did not look good. That looked like it freaking hurt. Dude, I'm like, what's going to happen? <laughs> this is yeah, awesome. It's- this is so good. I'm loving it. Raven's climbing up the ladder. Harris climbing up the ladder. Raven, hit him with the belt. Hit him with the belt. Hit him. Come with on with the belt. The belt. With Wait, the that belt. table. Yeah, dude. This is not going to be good. I don't think this is going to be good for Raven. There's one behind Harris, too, though. Oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. Oh, no. Oh, no. They're both going to do it, aren't they? No, come on. There goes Raven through the table. Killings just got in the ring. 
Oh, he's tipping it. He's tipping it. Oh, and Harris falls backwards through the table. 30 seconds till Jarrett's out. 28. Oh, man. Well, that's an effective way to get both those guys out. And then AJ's freaking dead because he just landed on the freaking penalty box. Wow. Kivruso brought the belt to killings, it looks like. Yep. Five seconds till Jarrett's out. Fuck. 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 I'm getting so mad. Jarrett's out. God damn it, dude. He's no, hiding. He's going under the ring. He's going to get it. Does he have a conveniently placed guitar? Killing's climbing the ladder. He's walking. I think he does. Mm-hmm. No. The camera. Oh, no. He does. Yeah, he does. Oh. oh, oh shit. And oh, the belt shit. stayed on top of the ladder. Oh, no. No. Don't do you it, son Jeff. son of a bitch. Damn you, Jeff Jarrett. You, you go straight to hell. Don't do it. Tip oh, don't over. drop the guitar. That, he can't get the hook. Somebody raises the hook like King of the Ring 99. Then he can't get it. He's got to go one more step. No, he can reach it. Oh, my God. The hook fell. Oh, the hook's off. How so the they're making the hook they're making him rehook it. TNA, bro. Uh, that thing is lowering and now going up again. By the way, it is lowering. Styles. Ah, fuck. Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett is the new NWA World Champion. Where's Vince Russo's reaction? He's probably pissed. No, what a shock. There's Russo crying oh on the ground. Oh, my God. Dude. He's literally on his hands and knees, head head tucked. No. Well, he proved it. He said he was going to be the king of the world, or king of the mountain. King of the world, too, I guess, would apply. Yeah. Tells the whole story right there, dude. Wait. Who's that? That's Gorgeous George. What? That's gorgeous George, Randy Savage's girlfriend, or ex-girlfriend. Why is she here? Who knows? She's just walking to the ring. She's going to hook up with Jeff Jarrett now. Jarrett needs a, a blonde valet for TV. Yeah, probably. Well, he they didn't might, even say they didn't even say her name. Tanae just goes, I haven't seen her in several years. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen I, her since 1999. I didn't recognize her, but. Yeah, it's definitely gorgeous George. All right. Well, Dallas, I'm going to give that a thumbs up. Yeah, dude. That, I mean, I had a lot of fun. Th- that King of Mountain match alone, I think, very well done. Yeah, I thought that I, was- I really liked it, and I think uh, we, have, we just saw why it ends up being a staple in the company for years to come, because it worked. And people are on, like, you know, we read the shit, convoluted ladder match and all this stuff, but... It worked. Yeah. And it didn't, they didn't, it wasn't confusing. I don't think, you know, they didn't really get mixed up. The thing falling is a bummer, but you know what? Shit happens. Like, they they continue to not have good luck with that. Yeah. I mean, it happened twice in the Ultimate X and stuff like that. Um, And as much as I fucking hate it, dude, the, the guitar shot to not killings off is a nice, it's a nice visual. And yes. Um, 
it sucks that it, you know it came true though. Jarrett is uh did want that belt back right two days before TV. Yeah. But um, you know what? People can chase it now. Will we see new contenders? I think Harris it's like stop. Stop it. Yeah. Killing's fine. Raven, fine. Styles, fine. Harris, I just I just think it need he go back. Go back. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised, to be honest with you. This is a pure guess. Once again, I literally do not know what happens on the first impact that we're about to watch and uh, drop that episode in two days. But uh, I could see Harris and Storm winning the tag belts on the first impact, having a big title change, big moment on your first TV. I don't know. I could, I could see that happening. That, that story's been happening. I mean, kind that's of evolving. That's a quick downgrade or pivot for uh, for Harris, though. Well, I do agree with that. And that's the only thing that's kind of a bummer about that. But once again, I can see it happen. Yeah. And then I think someone might be uh, heading their way back to the exhibition. The phenomenal one, AJ. A phenomenal return to the exhibition. And then he's going to do it like this. He's going to go his arms like that. Oh, my God. Uh, dude, we like the show. We don't have to keep blabbing about how, how, how it was good. But what we do need to do is once again say how fucking excited we are. We've made it to the Impact era. We are going to be entering the Impact Zone in just two days. And once again, we are going to be kind of mixing up our format. We're going to do our notes about this show on our Impact episode. And we're going to be kind of switching up our uh, our stuff a little bit. And I think it's going to be good. It's going to balance out our episodes a little bit. Our weeklies will probably be a little bit shorter. And the pay-per-view, or sorry, the um, impact shows won't just be that 45 minutes that we're going to be watching. It's right. Those will end up probably more like, I would guess, hour and a half maybe. Right. Um, similar to the IcoPod format if you are a listener uh, to us covering the WWF in 1996 over there. Yeah, and I will probably be doing indie notes during the weekly pay-per-view shows just because it's coming out of the weekend. I think that totally makes sense, and the chances of us seeing different people is probably pretty slim, but hey, do indie notes from Impact as well. Who cares? Right. Um, well, I'm really excited. I don't want to wait any longer, Bob. I don't either. I cannot wait to get to Impact. Remember, guys, this Saturday... And every Saturday going forward, you will be getting the Impact episodes. And every Thursday, your weekly pay-per-views, at least until the inevitable happens and the assignment years come to an end. That's right. Hint, hint. Yeah. All right. Well, there's no point in wasting any more time because the sooner that we end this episode, then you can listen to the Impact debut episode. So until Saturday... For Dallas Greeley, I am Bob Collins Jr., and this has been the TNA Crossline Podcast. Mm-hmm.